0: Dare to be bold is brought to you by Jay Forks Designs Lifestyle Accessory Brand. Here at Jay Forks Designs, Dare to be bold is more than our motto, it's our way of life. For our podcast series, we are interviewing people who live boldly. I'm the host, Casey Forks. Today, we sat down with Aaron and Brian, two incredible young men that went through Warrior's Heart and are now chasing their dreams sober. Hey, everybody, welcome to today's Dare to Be Bold podcast. We are here at the J Forks Design Studio in Bandera, Texas. I'm here with Aaron and Brian.
1: Brian. Brian and Aaron. Aaron.
0: Um, my name is Casey. Thanks so much for joining us. How are you guys today?
1: Good. Alive. Yeah.
0: It's a good thing. Super alive. Yeah. Tired. I'm a little tired too, yeah. actually.
1: Yeah, I wish we would have done this at like noon. A little more 40.
0: energy. <laughs> All right, so. Um, you guys both went through the Warrior's Heart program, correct? Yes. Y'all were both in the Marines, is that right? Yes. Okay. Um, so you have a military background. Um, did that sort of tie in to um, what caused you to go to Warrior's Heart um, and the, to face an addiction?
1: Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I'd say if it wasn't for... Um, my Marine Corps career, I probably wouldn't have had to go to war. So, I mean, I'm, maybe, who knows, like, where life would have taken me, but I can say that, like, without a doubt, um, the experiences I had in the military, um, and kind of what led up to me hitting, like, my rock bottom, um, were directly associated with um, that and that's you know the reason I came here to good old Bender, Texas. Ever since my first deployment
2: when I came back everything got way worse like I couldn't control anything and then my second deployment likes when the heavy drugs started um, and when I got out it just feeling like
1: you don't belong to anything anymore. I guess we got like a rebirth yeah yeah in like the grand scheme of things kind of like for me um i went from like waking up just not really caring about anything to like now i wake up and i'm i'm legitimately just happy like for i don't there doesn't even need to be a specific reason My overall disposition is just happiness. And then I see his ugly face and I'm just like, yes, Yes. like we are killing (laughs) it right now. Like nobody thought we would be able to do this.
0: What would you say to people who have gone through what you guys have gone through or are going through it currently to help them or motivate them to seek the help they need or to know that there is a better place in life for them?
2: man I know it's hard to believe when you're using like or think like you can go a day without getting high or drunk but honestly like it it, they say it gets better and it really does get better like life doesn't stop at all you know like my truck's falling apart (laughs) but um, like I'm sober and I'm not dead or I'm gaining materialistic things back. I know that doesn't matter, but, like, little things to me that I, like, gave away or, like, sold or, like, took advantage of, mm-hmm. like, I get back every day by day. Like, just hearing my grandma be, say, like, she's proud of me for not putting my mom through everything I was putting her through anymore. or My mom, you know, she, she knows, like, we struggle sometimes, and she'll just be like, well, I'm just happy you're sober, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, like, it's just, it's like life-changing.
1: Um, it's not easy. Yeah. No. Not I mean, at all. Like, for me, um, I like I lost the ability to see my kids. Like, I've got three daughters. My youngest daughter turns one. Uh, in September so like I brand new baby and um, it's daily 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 uh, struggle Um, not to just say screw this and go back but I know like if I want to be able to walk her down the aisle one day if I want to be able to you know play with grandkids Like, I have to live presently, and I have to, the only way I'm going to be able to see my kids again is if I stay sober, because I have to prove to their mom that I can actually do this and that I'm serious about this, um, and that I'm, I am a responsible adult, and I can, um, you know, I can be sober and take care of my children, and, um, I mean, like you said, like, we we have had some, like, really shitty times out here. Like, we have—there's been some really dark days, and then, like, at the end of them, we just kind of laugh, and we're like, hey, you know? We're sober, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's like, well, you know, today sucked, but we we'll get to wake up tomorrow. You know, we get to wake up tomorrow, we'll be sober. We got our dogs. Um... We might not even have gas, but Brian knows how to siphon gas <laughs> out of the boat, which is super cool and hilarious to watch him throw up. But <laughs> it's harder than How many than times you have you done this? Three. Yes, three times. <laughs> <laughs> and he throws up every time. <laughs> yeah. Gas doesn't taste good, apparently. No. Don't drink it.
0: I noticed you haven't tried.
1: No. Well, I did. <laughs> I did. The last time I was like... I can't do it, Brian. I can't do it. You have to do this. I it. was throwing up. I'm like, come on, man. He's
2: like, no, I can't do it. I was like, oh, I'm
1: like I can't, I can't, man, I can't. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it's like, you know, we're sober. Um, we have, we're sleeping on beds. Brian doesn't like like to sleep on his bed. He sleeps on the couch. He doesn't. He has a bed, but he don't sleep on it. I have a bed now. He does have a bandana. We started out
2: living in that hotel down the street for two weeks.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. The Bandera Lodge? Yeah. Nick? My name is Nick. (laughs) Yeah, like, we, when we left Warrior's Heart, we didn't really have a plan. Like, we were, I mean, we... We winged it. Yeah, we did. It was kind of like, hey, God, if you're there, if you're listening, (laughs) we need a little bit of help right now. Yeah. So just please make sure we don't end up on the streets (laughs) and it was like yeah it was like two weeks and that was a long time ago we've been sleeping in beds and eating real food yeah like working out every day and fishing and having fun living life
0: I'm sure it's too a wicked balance between because you mentioned like you know in the future like if you want to walk your daughters down the aisle those types of things um, of keeping in mind like that instant gratification of what you want right now Mm. and then thinking long term like and having to put that off for a higher end, a higher purpose, you know. Um, so, how do you just again? I mean, you kind of have talked about it, but just the support with each other and just constantly thinking about <coughs> those future goals—is that kind of how you balance that?
1: Um, yeah. So, like for us, something that helps a lot um, is kind of like the comedic relief. Yeah. yeah. Like we, have the banter, mm-hmm. like calling each other names but in a you know in a joking manner but just joking about um some of the issues that we've had yeah um taking something that was like really serious and painful and making it funny like making each other laugh about it um and then you mix that with like the fact that there is there are future goals that like without sobriety they can't be met like without even one little mess up will mess up you know five ten years down the road so like they say like progress not perfection and that's that's um, it's it's true and it's serious and it's real but like the only thing you really have to be perfect with is Don't put whatever that substance was substance was in your body. Like that's the only thing you have to be perfect with. Because it's gonna ruin everything down the road. Like, even just one sip. Like I tell people all the time, like I cannot have one sip of alcohol. Literally one sip of alcohol will ruin the next twenty five years of my life. And I already messed up like the last Three to five to ten to fifteen—I don't even know. Like, um, and it's just that—that that having having that wherewithal to just yeah. look forward at that one. I just want to see my kids. Like, I just want to see them happy, smiling, married, having kids. And I know that if I mess up in this minute or today, that all of that's going to disappear right and like for him i just try to be like really like super almost overly loving because he he didn't have that and he didn't have like a big brother and so i'll literally treat him like he's my little brother every single day like there is an sometimes i have to like get in his ass like for real like sometimes i have to like hey you need to pull your head out of your ass like and let's go but just knowing that i that accountability that i have for him um he's got it for me and i know that if if i if i let him down then i'm gonna let myself down and that's gonna ruin those next 25 years
0: Just speaking from myself, my life, my experiences, um, and and people I know, addiction impacts almost everyone. Somebody knows a person who's addicted or is a family member or has gone through it themselves. Um, Can you kind of touch a little bit about, uh, or touch on, you know, just what that is like, what what it's like, or where where you were when you kind of really stepped out and and wanted to get help for your addictions, and then what it was kind of like to break through that?
2: Um, I didn't really want help this time I kind of had gave up Um, I actually own a house in Florida and I left my house to go to an apartment in a a crack neighborhood basically sold everything I owned for drugs and was living on a mattress in my apartment Uh, I got caught stealing food from Walmart uh because I didn't eat for like three days, but like every time I got money, like it would just go to drugs. Like it was like absorbed my life. And um, I OD'd and died. And then. Um,
0: Can I back up? You were clinically dead mm-hmm. for how long?
2: Uh, not that long. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't remember. But they brought me back. Like, they found me dead at the VA. Somebody gave me heroin at the VA, I guess. I don't remember any of it. Um, I got court ordered to rehab and got out of that rehab and just went right back to using. And uh, I was living at my mom's house. She said she put money down on Warrior's Heart. And that's the only reason I came, because she put money down. Like She took a loan out for me to come here. So I was uh, pretty grateful now. But when I got there, I even told the therapist like I was like, "I can't stay sober. like all I could think about was getting high like um, i it just ruined my life and my family's life, like lying to my family all the time, stealing from everybody, um, anything I owned like just sold it.
0: What made the change because you said you you didn't really want to go, and you even didn't think you could do it so what was it that that really kind of triggered you to because you have to want that to be able to succeed?
2: I guess it would have had to be not just the therapy because like I literally have dreams about using still sometimes but like when I first stopped it was like constant and it's like like Aaron is my best friend and he's a big part of why I got I felt like I could because he pushed, you know, like just to talk to me because I couldn't even talk really like for like what? Weeks. Yeah, like weeks. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, I was like out of it.
0: It was part of it too just knowing that so many of the, the people there have gone through the similar things as you.
2: Yeah, did. like with the PTSD and yeah. stuff. You could relate to like everything there, like yeah. combat, li- like like life after the military,
0: and I, you guys, I'm sure now too, because you said you still dream about it sometimes. Like I, I imagine that the challenge, the the that it's always there. It's 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 going to be present in your mind somewhere. So having a support system with each other is probably huge too, because you guys both have been through it.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, people. It's kind of funny because people like they'll laugh at us, but then they're like. Most of them are like, we like truly admire you guys because I don't even know, I don't know where I'd be like today if it wasn't for him. If I, if I had decided to go back um, to California after, uh, after I finished treatment, I, there's no telling. I mean, I'd probably be dead. Um, But. I, th- I just think we really got lucky, like, super, like, God was like, hey, like, I need both of you, so I'm going to put you guys together, and then I'm going to let you guys figure this thing out together, and that's how it's been, just kind of every day, just figuring it out. I mean, we don't have it all together, <clears throat> and yes. it's probably going to, it's probably, yeah, we probably never will, but we're going to keep trying, and we're just, you know, that's just the daily, like, challenge of, like, let's stay sober. Let's find something to take our minds off of, like, all the crap that's going on back home. Um, he's got his personal issues. I have my own personal issues. Like, there's so much crap back home.
2: Yeah.
1: That, like, us being together is probably The only thing that keeps us sober right now is because it's like, I know if you go back home, you're going to die. And you know, if I go back home, I'm going to die. And if we ever have to go back home, we're going together and we're bringing those dogs and we're going to ride it out and do this together.
0: And that's awesome that you have that in each other and have found that. you mentioned or it was mentioned to me that another thing too is that you are uh, into crossfit or both of you are into crossfit right i, I so just started okay. he,
1: he's really good at and
0: you are really <laughs> wanting to uh, go to regional specifically was that yes
1: it? um so i'm from california which is like the crossfit capital and um last year was like the first year well this this past season that it's still going on but they just had the open and then the regional and then the games coming up um this past uh, open was like the first time in six years that i was like sitting on the sidelines watching and at first i didn't care but kind of like halfway through when i didn't see my name on the leaderboard um it kind of hit and it was it was rough like cause the year prior was like super heartbreaking because I was so close and then my life just kind of fell apart and to just kind of see myself go from like having my shit together to not having my shit together to what am I gonna do now now I'm watching all these guys that I used to kick their ass and I should be in there. Yeah. Um, so I'm pretty laser focused on on the 2019 season. Um, it's probably gonna take uh, a serious injury to stop me from making it. And
2: that
1: yeah, I mean, I already had something pretty serious happen. Like I tore my lat uh, what, like two and a half months ago. Yeah. Um and I've you know we've just been working around it and yeah like this is a new region for me and there's a lot of really um, just savage stellar athletes here but like I'm coming this year and I'm gonna smash everybody in this region
0: Anything else you guys want to say? Anything, Any again, any advice you would give to somebody right now who is struggling with?
1: Don't give up. Addiction. Talk about it. Seriously, right. talk
2: about it. If you're having a bad day, don't just say good. When someone asks you, like, tell them about it. Yeah. Just little things like that actually help. You know, that's something I learned at Warrior's Heart. Like, you know, like, it's such a natural instinct to just be like, oh, I'm good, and just mm-hmm. keep going about your day, like, but, like, when someone asks me how I'm doing, if I'm not doing good, I'm going to tell them, like, mm. you know what? I'm not doing good right now. Mm. Except if I'm just blessed to have Aaron because, like, if I don't realize it, like like, last week, like, I slept, like, the whole week. And, like, I was, like, mad depressed about whatever was going on and didn't even realize it. Couldn't figure out why I couldn't get off the couch, like, to do anything. Like, not even come help Jenny and Cody. Like, I couldn't do anything. And he called my mom and talked to my mom and then sat down, like, one-on-one with me and was, like, get up. Like, you know, get just, like, find positive people to be around. Like, when you – you have to change – the people you're with, you know, like people, places, people, things. places, right. and things is exactly right. You like, gotta change it. You have to. Like it's it's hard, but like it works out. Like I I mean, I found a group of friends that are just like me, and none of them pressure me to do drugs. None of them pressure me to steal. None of them pressure me to right. do anything wrong. You know, they all want to see me like strive and do better mm-hmm. and. Like, I have the same hope for them and, like, want to push them in that direction. And, like, it's just cool. Yeah. 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 Good job.
0: You all (laughs) are awesome. Thanks. Our next podcast will be available on August 23rd, and we're sitting down with James O'Brien of J.J. O'Brien Ranch. Dare to be Bold is a branded podcast from J. Forks Designs. This episode was produced by me, Casey Forks, Jenny Forks, and Courtney Cobb. Courtney Cobb mixed this episode. You can find Dare to be Bold on SoundCloud and iTunes or watch on YouTube. Do us a favor and help spread the news about our show. You can also find us at jforksdesigns.com. I'm Casey Forks. Thanks for listening.